0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the program it is episode 21 it is your host it's hopsy and it's me once again with another groundbreaking episode bringing you what you need to hear when you need to hear it and apparently that's thursday night folks at 9 30 getting this one out a couple days late um i just laugh it's a weekly show okay folks there's gonna be episodes out every week it might not be the same day i'm going i'm shooting for monday nights at the moment okay this is the greatest podcast ever made though um, lots going on. This, this is a crazy week. Um, this is uh, there could be a big change coming for the uh, the podcast. I am getting gearing up. I got my last day of work tomorrow. I am getting ready to hopefully head down in uh next week, midweek. I'm gonna head down to Birmingham, Alabama, and I'm going to be going and playing hockey down there for the Birmingham Bulls of the Southern Professional Hockey League which is actually new and dubbed this season with only a five-team league. It'll actually be the Southern Super League. I am uh, going down there actually as a journalist. Um, this has never been done before. I am posing as a hockey player, but I'm going down there as a podcasting journalist, and I'm going to be a beat writer on all things minor hockey. Uh, this has never been done before. A lot of these media guys, they'd like to get into the locker room after. They like to ask questions. They want to you know, maybe, maybe touch butts. Maybe go a little, do a little bird watching, that kind of thing. And they call themselves uh, the media. But the thing is, I am the media. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be on the ice, making decisions about how the story truly unfolds. So, um, yeah, I mean, some people would say, What are you doing? You're going down there to play some hockey. And I'm going to be like, I'm going down there as an investigative journalist to finally tell the truth the way that it needs to be told. Um, everyone's on some sort of. Um, I guess we'll say payroll. There's price tags on anything. You know what can't be bought? This podcast. I'm telling you, show me the money if you know what I mean. But that's not the point. You're listening to the one podcast. I'm not out here for anything. This is out here for the truth, folks. This is journalism. This is independent journalism, raw on the beat. Is 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 cutthroat as you're really ever gonna get it. All right. Um, I'm not out here making any money doing this. I just do this because I enjoy it. So support a show that it's just a, it's just your brother hanging out, chilling. making making his own decisions, talking about whatever he wants to talk about. I'm not shoving anything down your throat. We're having a good time. This show is going to continue. Um, But like I said, hopefully I will be down south next week. I feel like you just have to say hopefully because at any moment, anything could change. Pandemic still in full effect. Craziness going on all around us. Something about uh, a couple hundred thousand vaccines making their way to Ottawa, I believe, pretty soon. And uh, I'm not sure how it's gonna roll out. I mean, is there anything personally? Like, I, I can't imagine it. I, I think this is like the vaccine that everyone is gonna be like, I I hope everyone else gets it. Like, I hope everyone gets it but me. So if everyone in the world would get the vaccine except myself, that would stop the virus. I'm sure. But then I wouldn't have to get it. Because folks, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't, I'm not. I don't wanna go on and sound like. I don't think I wanna get the vaccine that was made in two months. I don't think I do. It just doesn't feel good to me. I had to get a flu shot the other day. I hadn't got one of those in years. And I don't like the vaccines. I don't. Like, it. Just it's just weird to me. Like, we're just shoving this shit in our arm, and it's supposed to give us the antibodies and all this stuff. And, I mean, I laugh. Like, you, like even if you just, but, like, people just call you an anti-vaxxer now. Like, you could literally be like, um, oh, there's a, sir, there's a vaccine out available now. It could save us all. And you could just be like, oh, okay, well, what's in it? And then you just be like, oh, anti-vaxxer? You what are you fucking stupid? What are you, a COVID idiot? What are you, one of those COVID idiots up there running around? What's in it? What are you, an anti-vaxxer? I'm like, no, I just have some questions. I mean, it was, I don't don't know if I want to take a vaccine that was made in 38 minutes. I don't know if I feel good about that. What? You don't trust the doctors, man? You don't trust the doctors? Well, I don't know. I don't trust Dr. Oz. The ones on TV that are just always talking to us. I don't know if I trust them. I don't know if I trust anything anymore. Media is a scary thing, man. It's a wild thing. And, and they're taking us all for a ride. That's what they're doing. Um, joking. But like I seen today like TSN had like, there an article. It was like, would, would prominent athletes like Sidney Crosby be able to help, help influence Canadians to take the vaccine? I'm like, oh, this is what we need. We need Sid the fucking kid up there with needle in his arm, telling us all to get vaccinated so we can go to her concerts next summer. Do you think that's what we all want to see? Can 2020 just fucking end? This has been the most hilarious year ever. Has it been a year or a decade? I don't know. It's it's dragging on substantially. In some ways, it feels like it's been 10 minutes, but in other ways, I think I've aged 85 years in this pen. Like it's just it's going on too long i'm done with it i think we all are we you know what we're not done with folks this program this show unbelievable program folks um lots going on this week um <clears throat> i always I, I watch this one show with my girlfriend uh called below deck it's like my one little reality tv fix i've actually been watching it probably for a couple months now basically started i feel like when the pandemic started and I mean, my, my girlfriend loves hilarious T V shows like god awful reality TV that makes you want to just hit your head off the wall. God love it. But I think mean, a lot of people do. But I mean, I'll watch this below deck. It's pretty funny. Like it follows around the the deck crew of the workers on this on this super yacht and they just have like obnoxiously rich guests come on this sweet ass boat as they sail around the hilarious places in the world. And it's a pretty terrible show, like but I mean you you like to watch it anyways. It's one of those things and but, like, it's just, this is 2020. Like, I was watching it mid-season. They had this guy on it, and his name's Peter. And he was such a dickhead. He was honestly, like, it was hilarious. Like, I couldn't even, like, to even act, I would be embarrassed to act like that way he was acting, like, with people around me that could see it. But the fact that he was doing it, like, knowing there's a camera on him and millions of people were watching him, like, it really just blew my mind. This guy was the biggest pecker wheel I've ever heard. And apparently he has an OnlyFans. He's selling his horn shots online. Like, that's real good look. But this, this before we get there, so one day I just realized, I'm watching the show with my girlfriend, and all of a sudden, Peter's not on, like, I'm just like, where the fuck's Pete? Like, they just got this new girl on the show, and she was good looking, and he was, like, trying to hit on her all the time, and, like, it was big drama. And he was, like, in the heat of it because all these girls were saying he's disgusting and stuff. He was, like, getting called into the captain's office for meetings. And then all of a sudden, like, I mean, I think there was an announcement, but it was kind of hush-hush. All of a sudden, he, the next episode, he's just is there's nothing. He's just not in the show. And I, I don't really keep up to date on the reality TV talk. The algorithms of my social media don't update me with that info all the time, so I didn't really know what happened. But it took me like three or four more weeks, because it comes out on Monday nights. I'm watching the show, and then I'm, I just finally realized, I'm like, man, where's this Peter? Where's Peter? Where's Party Pete? Like, what the fuck happened? I'm asking my girlfriend. They're like, oh, they, they banned him from the show. Like, what do you mean they banned him from the show? Like, the show was on. What did he do? And then, like, apparently they found a, a a racist remark on his Instagram from 10 years ago or something like that, from like 2012, <clears throat> and I had the N word or something. Or I heard another thing that he posted some picture, or something stupid that was racist. Either or, I mean, like not surprising, but like hilarious, <laughs> hilarious reason to get fired. But they just. They just axed him from the show like the show was being played like the show would obviously happen months prior and they've cut the show and then they had to recut the whole show just they just cut him out of the show but sometimes you could like randomly see him in the background like he would like walk through the pan of it the, because you can't get him completely out of some shots he'd like be in the background folding chairs like all of a sudden his in he says mo- months of interviews months of content like and all of a sudden, he's just not in the show. And what I laughed about was this: like the real life of the show still continued. So this guy was still cutting around there, probably being as big of a dickhead as ever. And we don't even know what he did because he was just such a tool bag. He got canned mid season, and just and he got edited out of the show he was in, the reality TV show he was in. He got edited out mid season. I think his name's like P- Pete Herzink or anything. I don't know. Fuck, who cares? He's a nobody. Who am I kidding? No one's going to look that up. I got 12 listeners in this podcast, folks, okay? I'm not asking you to do things. I'm just appreciative. If anyone's made it this far, I just thank you for fucking just being here. You know what I mean? The fact that we're even still doing this is impressive. I love it. Um, But Below Deck is hilarious. Like, Johnny Damon, he's gone on a couple times, and his wife's wild. Like, first of all, why would anyone... like? If you're a rich enough person to go on a yacht, Like, I'm not... The last thing I'm doing is spending a ridiculous amount of money to go on a super yacht and and then do it on one that has a reality TV show. Like these people are people that are, I mean, maybe they're rich. They're clearly still losers. I mean, I'm not calling Johnny Damon a loser. He's was like one guest. I'll give an exception. Don't know why he. But why Johnny? Johnny played Johnny cutting around the MLB for years. Now he's Johnny yacht sale. He's going on. He's going on reality TV shows with his wife and making a scene. His wife's like yelling at people, getting banged up. Like that's what he's doing in retirement. Like, why does everyone have to cling on to the spotlight for so long? Like, just fucking hang him up. Just become a nobody. You like, not many people get to run around the bases for the Yankees or the Red Sox, win a world. Uh, did he win a World Series? I think he did. Uh, just fuck off after you're done. Like, don't go on to below deck. We don't need to see you and your wife drunk on there, throwing shit around. We don't care about you anymore, man. You had a great career. Lock it the fuck up and get on with it please like it's unbelievable i think we need to tell these people this but some of the people on the, or i saw the other day these kids came on he, he was the quarterback for the university of las vegas nevada i think it is or the fuck it is one of those d1 schools and he was eating they got sushi that was served to them on like a naked model and he was like eating it off her i guess like that's a the thing they do i've actually heard of this but he was like eating the sushi off her and then he had to like apologize to people on twitter it was like going wild. People were like trying to cancel him, like the QB at a school you've never heard of. He's making the headlines because he had he had a tuna roll off a girl just trying to make some money. It's it's a sick world out there, folks. But a wild show. And honestly, I don't give reality TV much of a like much time of day. But you gotta you gotta check this show out. Like it's classic. You remember like all the reality TV shows like Jersey Shore too. Like they show you like what's coming up. So like so when it goes to the commercial break, they'll be like coming up on Below Deck or Jersey Shore. They cut to like what's about to, I guess we'll say prevail. Is that the word? What's coming. But what they, what they do is basically show you what happened exactly. They showed exactly what happened. And then after they just build up to what you already know happens and they just show you the rest of the piece of the puzzle. And then the big reveal is to show you the clip that they already showed you before the last commercial break. Like that's what Below Deck does really bad. Like they basically, you can just watch like the intro and like, you watch 10 seconds of the show and they'll show you like coming up on below deck and then you could just turn it off. You could literally just turn it off. It'd be like one of those convenient podcasts, you know, that you'd listen to, like maybe one of those ones that just about like stock news and they're only like 12 minutes. You know, it's just what you need to hear. Like you're not going to get lost and listen to it, it's just gone. That's what a lot of TV could become right now. That's what a lot of things could become. Maybe i have to dial this podcast back a bit. No, so you can all pay attention. Maybe someone will give me the time of day I always laugh like they say podcasts are this up and coming medium. They talk about it like it's like like it's brand new. It's never been around before. I'm like this shit's like I feel like podcasts are almost like old in a way. But I hope they just keep growing. The talk about the, the growth there certainly gets me excited. Folks, I would love to just continue with doing this though. And I tell you, one day when I get my studio, I get my little henchman who can Google shit quickly, you know, all those good podcasters. They have a little guy in the background working the internet, working it well. And I would get them to quickly Google stories like this, like Ellen DeGeneres contracting the virus of COVID-19. She's been infected. Little do we know that she was actually in the back of her show, behind the stage, not only tormenting the interns in which she had dearly employed, she was beating those interns with COVID-covered fists, disgusting and snotty, and she passed that virus on probably to all of them. Is there anything less surprising than that Ellen DeGeneres is actually a huge asshole? That could not have been less surprising. Like when people told me that, oh, Ellen's a huge dick. I was like, is there anything less surprising in the whole entire world? Like I used to love Ellen. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, like the shtick fucking ends. It's done. It's it's over with. We don't care anymore. Like, first of all, her like her big shtick, her big game, like her gig thing is just it's just scaring people. It's like just scaring people, like, and it's like not even really clever. It's just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put somewhere something unexpectedly and just pop out them and and just startle them, and and that's gonna be my comedy. And we just sit back, and people are like literally just herds of just white women in the in the crowd just laughing at it, just go, ah, John Legend's there coughing on a popcorn stick, like, what's going on? fucking get Ellen off TV another person lock it up they should have a limit on these things like you fuck she's been around too long we don't care we don't care I certainly don't fucking Ellen hopefully she's fine from COVID but come on get out of town how do you get COVID if you're hurt like how do you get COVID who gave her COVID I would love to know how that happened what a wild world we are living in today folks I wonder what all like this. What are all the single men who don't, who are unmarried and never were, and claim to live the dream by just not having any responsible? Like you know, the guy that is a single white dude probably spends a ton of time in Cuba. Like he's one of those. Like I don't know. I'm a bartender, so I've met I've met this guy so many times, and I've gotten quite close with them. Um, but there's those guys, you know, that like he's he's never had a wife. He's now has no kids. He's in in. I guess he's just kind of done whatever he wants and I mean there's nothing wrong with that a lot of the time it's great and there's a lot of people that do that and are very successful at it but then there's also the people that you can tell that are they want to portray the image that they are living the life that they have envisioned that what they are doing is the dream and that they fucking love it and then what they end up doing is just probably being the regular at a certain bar having no friends and the only conversation they have with real people is at the bar that they inhabit all the time and i've seen this play out very many times what are these guys doing during covid because they can't fly down to cuba they can't get their two weeks of the vitamin d get down there and pay their maid to do a little something more than clean the room that's probably what they want to do they want to fly down south they want to do that shit but they're stuck here with their masks on and they're on facebook just posting they're all on just that's what everyone that age is right doing right now they're just they're commenting on facebook about how we can fix this virus and i hope they come up with a solution soon because i, I mean don't we all but i this one fellow, I, I don't honestly i have him on facebook and i promote this podcast on facebook so i mean should i say his name like the let's get serious the chances of him listening to this show are probably negative 800 zero so so I don't think I have to, you know, really worry about that. But for dramatic effect, he's going to go by the name of John. I'm going to call him John for this story. But um, this isn't really a story. This is just kind of who this guy is and uh, how there's many of there's many of this male made and put out through the world, and they're very they're all similar. The only difference is how they've been raised through their own life experience. But do you know what I mean? You know what I mean. You've met the same guy. They're obviously different. But they're the same in their ways, and the only real difference is the experience. Like you put them in different, you flip the scenarios around; they'd probably be the same guy if they went through the same experiences. But just the way they think, the way they are, the way they they exist is just the same. But so so I've I've met many of this man. I've seen this happen. This is this is a very unique scenario. This one, and this is one of my favorites. This is a subject we'll call him. Um, But he spent a lot of time, and at the bar I worked at. So I got to really, I mean, I didn't do psychology in school, but I honestly think that working at a restaurant or something like that or working in any job, like even retail, like anything, where you're like interacting with people all day and you're seeing all walks, all kinds, it's like getting a little minor degree in psychology. You just start to feel like you know what's going on in people's heads. Or at least, you you know, you try to, if you're at all receptive, you're trying to maybe, I don't know, figure out the people you're around. If you enjoy people, I love people. My favorite thing is people. I'm fascinated by everyone, all walks of life. Like, I could have such joy just hearing about like anyone's day to day, just what they're doing, like who they are as people. I just, I'm adored by people. So, this guy has really intrigued me. Let's get to it, though. Let's get to it. So, I worked at the boat in North Bay. Um, it was right next to a marina, and that marina had boat slots. Um, I mean, for anything from like a wakeboard boat up to some big, you know, decent-sized fishing boats, some sailboats, anything in between. And uh, this man, John, we will call him, he was uh, from Kirkland Lake originally, uh, which is up north there, not f- as far as Cochrane, I believe, or maybe it is. It's up that way, and I've never been there, but that's fucking, fuck you up north. That's, that's far up there. But uh, he, he was down in North Bay now, and he was a single fella, and he lived in his boat which was which is sick like he lived in his boat in the north bay marina i mean there's probably sweeter places in the world to park it but lake nipissing is very beautiful in the summer it's really nice there i mean it'd be it'd be a great spot i mean living on your boat this guy's not married i mean it sounds pretty legit but he would always he'd always be at the boat because it's like the only restaurant down by the water he would come in for a beer like every day he'd just be shooting the shit and he'd always be wearing his marina pass he wear it around his neck. It was a lanyard. It had a pass. And he just loved like striking up conversations with anyone. And like he was like, honestly, man, he's so funny. Like he would like literally tell you a story. And then like later he might like tell you that exact same story again in confidence because he's gonna say it loud enough that the that someone beside him like might hear and ask, Oh, hey, you live in a boat? And he'd be like, yeah, I live on my boat right over here. And he would start conversations like that night and fucking day. He would do it in the middle of the day. And then he would come into the bar at night when it's full of just young 20 year olds. And he would, he would use that same style of like greasy conversation starting to talk to girls. And he would always do it. He would sometimes come in like weirdly late, like just after one, like bars only open for another hour. And you'd see John just snaking through all the people. And he's just like. Typical, like he's gotta be, I don't know, fifty something, but like not sixty, not fifty, not great looking, uh, probably not rich. I don't know what he's going with in there. Like what's he I don't know what he's trying to show off there, like what what's he expected? Like is he in there trying to pull ass? He's in the college bar right now, trying to pull ass. It was a really weird look, but he'd come in there and he would dead straight look me in the eye and he would start telling me a story that he knew he's already told me. And he, that's why it's, he's insane. He's fucking crazy. He knew that I knew what he was doing and he, we never talked about it, but he would just look me in the eye, stone cold. And he would just start talking about his boat. He'd be like, yeah, well boats in the water. And I wouldn't even ask him like, Sean, I know like you live in the fucking Marine. I, I saw you this afternoon. You already like, I know the boat. He'd be like boats in the water. Yep. Yep. And I couldn't be happier. And I'm it's gonna be a great and then he would just he'd start telling me but yeah, I'm gonna be here till October fifty. He'd just start telling me shit I've already known. I'm like, Okay, what I'd never I'm not even asking him questions. He's telling him questions answers questions I'm not even asking. And then sure enough, chick would always just be like, What do you mean? Like you live in a boat you live in the boat and then he'd be trying to pull chicks back there probably and start partying, and just it's just greasy move, It's 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 hilarity, really. But you gotta respect it. And he would, yeah, he would just wear the fucking marina pass all around. He'd basically just wear it as, like, a identification badge. And he would just walk around and just try to get people onto that boat and and do God knows what. Hopefully not talk to him, though. Well, a guy like that puts you right to sleep. But um, the moral of the story is what I'm trying to say is that people that like to portray this image of, like, this, the youngs, not the young, certainly not young, misuse of words there, single man who has like no no one nothing tying him down he's living the dream he's free he's got all that freedom yeah i'm pretty sure that life actually fucking blows and it blows hard not a good look don't try to don't not strive for that life you got to have every it's got to be a push and pull you know you can't just have all the freedom in the world i don't think that's healthy too you know a lot of people don't realize you got to have the good with the bad I'm not saying that family life's bad, not at all, but a lot of people like to paint this image that all that freedom is the way to go, and I've seen it get to people's heads, folks. I've seen it, and it drives them a little bit crazy. Like my friend John here, John is still, he, he's 55, and I think he had some girls in the boat last summer, and um, a couple of them took their clothes off. He ends up, he ends up put a profile picture of him with the two naked ladies, young ladies, facing the other way. Is there? their arms around them just looking out and all his buddies are commenting you're living the dream sean you're living the fucking dream man wow and i'm just like wow is he not wow is that so if that's the dream shoot me in the fucking face right now that is so far from the dream it's on it's it's not even incredible it's just astonishing so that's uh, that's not where we all strive to be um imagine that this guy whom i have on facebook who is going by john was listening to this show. And if he figured out that I'm talking about him, do you think he that he would? What if he tried to contact me, and I could get him on the show to explain his side of it, and explain to us why that life actually might be the one to live? What would that look like? Would that be good content? We're not sure. We're not sure. I don't know why I got onto that topic. I just he, he, he came into my mind today. And I thought it'd be something worth sharing, something that we can all learn from. Uh, don't be that guy basically is what I'm saying. Terrible look. Um, but folks, I am excited. I don't I have a lot of uncertainty about what's going to happen here. Um, it's been a really weird couple weeks with COVID. I mean, I, um, my whole life, I've wanted to continue playing hockey after school. And I always, you know, for years now, I've known that I was, you know, in university, and um, I, you know, I was set in stone, knew where I was playing for five years straight. Um, now it's all up in the air. And this pandemic is not making anything easier um like i said earlier on the program on the program when i don't say program on this show someone calls me out every time i love it so i'm gonna keep doing it but um i'm going down next week and i have no idea what's going on really i feel like it's it's just like i hope it i just really hope it can you know roll out smoothly um this has been a really hard off season for a lot of hockey players i know so many guys are just packing it in like there's just so much uncertainty like how do you stay ready or like and everything's getting pushed back. I mean, I was hoping to play in the coast this year. That didn't happen and now like it's been I'm really pumped to go down south, but I'm really scared that any day someone's going to call me and be like, "Yeah, buddy, season canceled." So it's it's been really hard to like find the will to decide like at what point do I do I walk away from the game? I mean, for for myself personally, like I know for a fact that I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to play at a level that'll get me enough money that it's worth to just keep playing for years. Cause I love playing, but at some point, like obviously, I'm not in it for the money. Yeah, I think any, I think anyone knows that. I think we're all aware that Harry here, here he ain't in it for the money. But it's so funny when you tell someone that you're going to play hockey like some level of pro, people are like, "Oh, you think you'll still make the NHL?" Someone said me I, mean, I work the other day. I'm like, "Buddy." Um, There are um, middle-aged white women watching the game, uh, NHL games on TV that are closer to getting to the NHL than I am. That would be less surprising if your mother laced up in an NHL game and I ate my skates. That would be more likely than me cracking an NHL lineup probably. So yeah, I'm not doing this because I think I'm going to play forever. I do thoroughly. I really enjoy playing hockey though. Um, There's something about sport that i've really grown to appreciate being able to play organized competitive high-level sport as as long as i have is something that i don't take for granted because i mean yeah there's hockey there's beerly. you can go slap the puck around and be, but when you're playing like a real organized game and you know that like the other guys you're playing are trying their best they are they train to be their best they want to be playing this sport at the highest level of their capability and that when you're out there you're playing as hard as you can like it doesn't matter if you're in the top league or you're in the bottom league or what house league any league when you're playing and you know that the other like it's just that competitive actual fire that's derived from the the sport is just you You can't find that when you play pickup when you play drop-in sports like you will oh will all, like whatever sport you play you can always play and you can always love it but don't ever tell me that it's going to be the same especially like having the opportunity to play, um, in some great leagues. Um, I love that feeling there's that competitiveness. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes the grind of an athletic season, it's, it's a lot. There's, there's so many sacrifices. Like you miss out on so much, you can only do so much, but I mean, that trade-off is, uh, is, is why we play, you know, you play it cause you like the sport, but at some point, you know, I, I got student loans, like I almost owe like 30 grand to the government. Like, I ain't going to pay that back making 300-something bucks a week. And that, and then what point, like, I don't know. So that's why I always wonder, like, how are these, uh, so many guys play for so long. I'm like, how do they afford to even fucking do this? How? Like, it's like, do you need, like, like, I don't, like, do you need rich parents to just, like, help you out? Like, I don't know. Like, my parents, we were, well, I feel like I was very well off growing up. Like, I had every opportunity in the world, like, and I still do. But I certainly like I don't like I don't look at my parents right now and be like, hey, can you guys help me out? I'm going down south to play some hockey. Like that's not happening. I'm I'm 26 years old. Like I've really been contemplating like, like I got a lot of other interests other than the hawk ho- than hockey, but it's been always something I want to do. And I feel like if I walk away from the game right now, I will regret that. In that at some point I'll look back and be like, you are in the shape. you were right at the door, you know, you were knocking at it. You had the ability. You were in shape you could have went down and played and you should have so i i i want to play and i'm going to do that because i know that that is what that is what i mean what i would think i would feel eventually down the road but I, it's just such an odd time i mean like i said i do have a lot of other interests i've never really considered about what that next step looks like cuz i've always thought about just playing hockey you know I like to live in the moment but i'm really it's scary now cuz now i'm starting to think about you know what is that next step So, I mean, it's just, I hope that wasn't too big of a rant there, but it's just, it's a very odd time. But, um, one thing I will say, uh, one thing that isn't odd to me is that I will be making this show a priority. This show is, is going to continue and, uh, I'm excited regardless of what happens. Um, I will be, this will be a weekly show and, uh, there will be episodes and I do really hope that those will come from Alabama. That'd be hilarious. Get, you know, it's five months, five months. going to be an absolute grind five team league. I mean, let's hope fingers crossed that uh, we just get through that season without, uh, you know, any, you know, any pauses, any stoppages, um, any sort of delays. Uh, That's going to be a five game season playing only four other teams, playing like eight times each. I mean, it sounds like a, sounds like a, a lot of getting to know one another very well. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I don't know what to think. I mean, I my head is in a very weird spot right now. It does not feel like I should be about to gear up for a hockey season, leaving on December tenth. Like I just, it's I can't explain to you how how odd this feels. But um, I want to I want to go down. I want to get that feeling of uh, that real pure sport that I was talking about earlier. That feeling I want that and uh, I crave that. I think that that's uh, there's something about that feeling to me that just feeds your spirit. I mean. You can't replicate that. There's nothing in my life that has replicated that. It's not, it's not my favorite feeling in the world. I guess like it's not like what I need to pursue and need to have forever. But I do. There's a lot of bullshit in getting ready for for sport, and I think a lot of it is sitting around your ass. You know, waiting all day. You're you're kind of anxious all day because you're thinking about the game. You don't want to screw up. Um, and then when when you're actually there and you're actually like on the bench or field or whatever and you're really playing and you just think to yourself quickly for a second like wow this is right now like I I got nowhere like you there's a different world man it's a different world like you don't think about anything else you're it doesn't matter about uh, you know how I guess anything there's just you go into this bubble and you get away and, and you play and there's something about that competitive nature I just I just love that there's something about that organized sport that I just want to experience that you know, I mean I wish I was playing in uh, you know, obviously the best leagues in the world. But uh I know I'm very fortunate to have a spot down here in Birmingham. Hopefully. Gotta go down there, play hard, seize my spot. But uh yeah, so this show is is gonna ch- it's gonna change. It, but uh the beauty of that is if I do get to downplay hockey, I'm gonna have a lot more time to work on this. I'm gonna make it a lot better. I cannot stress to you how little preparation is going into the show right now. Like the reason it came out Thursday is I've just been doing a lot of running around trying to get ready to leave next week. And um, me and a guy I work with, Mike, my boy, Mike, uh, my boss, uh, we go for beer and wing every Wednesday. And uh, right after work, we go for a beer and uh, some wings. And then last night, it being the last Wednesday before I'm going to take off. And we ha- we go for our last wing and I ended up having you know, an extra beer than I should have. And you know when I you know when you have that beer and you're like, well, I can't drive now. And it's like, but you want to drive. You know what I mean? You're like, you're fine to drive. You could drive and you'd be fine. But it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, it's drinking and driving is not cool. Don't do it. Don't do it. State, have your, like, don't don't be getting a buzz on and driving around. Just don't. Um, But I, I so I knew I was, but I, I, I lived 25 minutes away from the bar that I was at. So I'm like, I can't, I can't like, don't want to leave my car here. So I ended up going back to Mike's. We end up just getting into one completely into one on a Wednesday night. Just like, you know, when you get like, just for some reason, foolishly drunk, I, I just did one of those on a Wednesday. And then of course, slept on the couch, wake up literally 10 minutes before work. I woke up 10 minutes before work. I never even took my sock, my work socks off or any, any clothing. I didn't change anything. I slept on the couch. I, uh, Kept my jeans and everything on so I was sweaty, disgusting. Um, mouth tastes like uh, an old beer can. And I rolled out of there, threw my work boots on again without ever taking my socks off, and just doing my boots up and going back in for another 10 hour day. Um, I had to, the store I work at sells clothing, and thank God, I had to literally rip a shirt off the, the rack and throw it on because I couldn't stand the, the feeling of the disgust I had within me. And uh, there's something about those guilty days, though they're hilarious. And I think you know when you're when you're feeling that like you, I I don't really get I wouldn't say I was hungover today, but I was just a guilty worker, you know. Like you just got to grind through it. Like what a hysterical feeling. But um, so yeah, that was, last night obviously the podcast didn't happen, and then I knew that I'd go straight to work, work, come home, supper, and then it's pod time, baby. And here we are, we're getting it done. That's what we do in this show. We let it fly, baby. Folks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it off here. Um, I think 35 minutes right now is enough. I, um, you know how the show goes. There will be guests. There sometimes won't be guests. Uh, it's kind of up to me. It's, it's, it's my show, folks. We're going to do what it takes. Um, thank you so much to uh, all of you who do listen to the show. I really appreciate it. And I love when you guys send me messages, like, asking, like just like chiming in, little, saying something about the show that you thought was funny or you agreed with or maybe you never thought about that. I mean, yeah, there's tons of that going on. Maybe I never thought about that. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're not know, a lot of groundbreaking info being brought to you through this pod, but we like to have a good time, you know? We're gonna have a good time. Uh, we're gonna continue to do it, and um, I love doing it. I really wish I was better at the social media thing because that would definitely help my page grow, um, my pod grow, I should, I should say. I, I Do I need more than Apple and Spotify is always what I wonder because I definitely have uh, about 80% of my listeners are on Apple, 20% are on Spotify. I don't think I, I I can you not get it anywhere else? Like, am I not posting in enough places? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are not using Apple or Spotify. So I got to look into some different avenues. Um, either or, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. The next couple of weeks are gonna be crazy. Um, regardless, it's gonna be a lot of content for you all folks. Um, we're gonna be going through it thick or thin. This show might be heading south next week. Uh, My'm probably gonna get one more episode out before I do head south to Alabama but um if that's uh the last one then we're it's gonna be an American show for a couple months folks we're taking the show abroad um don't think there's anyone else doing a podcast like this folks so i I thank you for joining me hopefully you are all enjoying it something a little different um love you all I can't explain to you how much this is just this is just fun to me um just I'm just very happy right now you know life's good um. You know, you don't hear that very much. I think we should all just be thankful. You know, it's, it's the holiday season, some craziness, uh, places you are in, you know, you might be getting locked down a little bit extra this year. You know, I know in Alberta, back where my parents are, my family is, you know, my sister can't even go over for Christmas to see my parents uh, because of the restrictions of what they're doing. So, I mean, it's, it's sad. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are going to break these rules. And if you do, I uh, hope you do so without uh, obviously getting in trouble, but without uh, getting everyone sick as well. All right. So again, I'm going to uh, apologize for having this one out on a Thursday night. Uh, one of the later ones we've had out in the week. I'm um, really going to strive to not do this anymore. But folks, love you all. We're going to talk soon. Episode 21 of The Project is now commenced.